Hey guys, so today we're going to talk about breastfeeding, the fun mom topic that we all love to discuss. We are going to go ahead and look at the hilarity of it, the severity of it, and basically kind of take a look at the different perspectives of breastfeeding. Um, I'm going to go ahead and share my story with you on my whole take on it, and I am definitely going to share some celebrity tidbits that I get from my favorite snap stories on Scary Mom. You should follow them if you're not already. Um, where they post what celebrities go through uh, with their motherhood, which I think is the best. I love reading those. So sit back, relax, grab a glass of wine, and let's chat with Life Didn't Come With a Manual. Hey guys, welcome to Life Didn't Come With a Manual. I'm Christine, a new mom, wife, daughter, and friend. Just bring out this wonderful thing we call motherhood. Did you ever wish there was a manual given to you when you became a mom? <laughs> if there was, what would you put in it? Well, that's what this podcast is about. We're going to talk about all the fun mom adventures and some hot topics that only moms can understand from breastfeeding, tantrums, all of the fun stuff. So sit back, grab a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey guys, welcome back to Life Didn't Come With a Manual. So we are going to talk about breastfeeding today. Breastfeeding, this wondrous, joyous time that you have. Um, you know, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest. I, when I first thought about breastfeeding, when I first went through the whole contemplation of it, it was, it was a no-brainer. I wanted to do it. I wanted to breastfeed. That was for sure. Especially in the first months of my son's life. But uh, you always hear these things like it's going to be hard. It's going to be so difficult. It hurts. Your nipples crack, the bleeding and this, and it's so terrifying. And I'm the type of person, don't tell me all the bad. I don't want to hear all the bad. Don't give me the negative spin on of it. Tell me, tell me the positive of it. Like what is positive? Your child gets the best nutrients. Your child, you know, has a better immune system. Your child all of these great things. Okay. But <laughs> it's just crazy on how, when we discuss breastfeeding, we always talk about why it's going to be hard. Why do we have to talk about why it's going to be hard? Tell me why it's going to be good. But then it's also like, don't make me feel bad if it can't happen. So in our culture, and even though we are in what, 2019 now, in the culture, when it comes to having children and breastfeeding, you know, so many people kind of frown upon, excuse me, frown upon mothers who decide to not carry the breastfeeding through the first year. Of course, with the uh, Pediatric Society, the, the American Pediatric Society, you know, they discuss, or association, they discuss, you know, you should at least breastfeed for the first year, six months to a year, six months to a year. So I breastfed my son for four months and that was with pumping and storing milk and, you know, actually breastfeeding. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not one for breastfeeding. I loved it in the hospital. I'm going to be real with y'all. I loved it in the hospital. I loved it with my son, brand new, just, just his sweet, sweet, sweet little face and breastfeeding him. And it was amazing. And it is. It's a great experience. And every new mom should go through that experience <clears throat> if you can. Some moms can't. Some moms cannot produce. Some moms are not able to. And that's okay. 
But as once we got home, as the weeks went by, I started to realize like my son is not a average infant. That was the time that I realized that. And the reason that I say that is because I'm 5'9 and my husband is 6'3. So at a point it came that it wasn't enough. I wasn't producing enough. And my son was hungry. And that meant little breakdown that we had together where he cried, I cried. We didn't know what was going on. We couldn't understand each other. We didn't know what to do. And that's what it was. He was hungry. And I felt so bad. And the first time that I supplemented, I felt awful. I felt like, oh my God, I'm a failure. I'm a failure as a mother. The one thing that I've been put on this earth to do is to reproduce, have a child, and be able to nurture this child with whatever I have within my body. And I am unable to do that. And then you start to feel this mom shame. And it's like, why do we have mom shame about this? Why? Like, it, why is it such a shameful thing? Now, I am going to put a side note to this. The women that can breastfeed their children up to a year, maybe even past that, kudos to you. Hats off to you. Like, I I put my, I, I literally, like, I would bend on one knee and say, namaste, that is amazing. And the reason I say that is because it does take a very strong woman to go through that. I'm the type of person that I like to be busy. I, you know, I've always worked. I've, I managed so many different places. I'm always constantly doing something. My mind is constantly going. So knowing that I have A, B, C, D, E, F, G to do, and then I have to sit down and, you know, for what? 45 an hour to breastfeed it just it took like this mental game with me like it just it really did a mental thing on me but then on top of that when you're unable to produce as much as you feel you should be producing it's a really big like mind fuck like it really is because you're like oh my god why 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 is my baby crying why is it not enough so I'm a visual person as I mentioned in an episode before, and I started pumping, and I would pump before every feed at a certain point. I think it was when he was two to three months, and I would pump before every feed, and then it got to a point to where I would just pump and then give him the bottle with one bottle with my breast milk, and then the other would be supplemented with formula. So with that, I saw within each pump between my left and my right, I was only getting maybe on a good day, four ounces. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. I got the milk brownies. I had shakes. I was eating cookies, the milk cookies. I was taking vitamins and supplements and it just wouldn't do anything. It would not do a thing. And it was just like, what the hell? I see all these stories. And I was reading all these things and these blogs and these, all these different posts. And, and these women are like, oh, I, I ate these brownies. And within a week, my production just skyrocketed. And I was like, why is my production not skyrocketing? What is happening? This is just, you know, every woman's different. And I came to the to this realization after talking to many people, especially like my best friend, my best friend too, with both her sons, she breastfed for maybe three to four months. 
I think her oldest was six months and you know it just it, it wasn't enough and sometimes it's just like your body is telling you it's not enough and then they tell you well don't stress you know you need to drink plenty of water you need to eat certain types of foods but how can you not stress when you know that you're not producing and your whole thing is to produce to feed your child and then your child's screaming and crying and then you're crying and then you know your husband's telling you one thing and that it's just it's a whole clusterfuck so it's just it's crazy to me you know how big of a taboo topic breastfeeding is I mean we talk about it we do but you know that there are the very uber strong types of moms and you feel like you're shamed by them and it's just like yo we're all moms we're we are raising little tiny human beings and helping them grow and trying not to screw it up and the stress of oh my god I'm not breastfeeding or I'm doing formula or this or that or a b c it's like let's just all support each other let's support each other because mom shaming is not cool don't do it but I just I just, it was a crazy thing and I'm not going to lie. It was the biggest obstacle that I fought with was the breastfeeding obstacle. It was the biggest obstacle in my adventure, in my journey with my mother, you know, becoming a mom, giving birth, the breastfeeding part really took a toll on me. And that's a real side note. I just, I would be in tears. I mean, me and my husband would argue over this and it was just, I'm in tears. And you know, if I, ever have, you know, men listening to this podcast, you don't understand. If you think you do, you don't. You know, as a woman, we are very, women, we are very prideful, just like men are. And we are very, very prideful when it comes to something like this. So it's just crazy. That was my experience. So I was on my favorite snap. It's called Scary Mom. And I had heard about this story not that long ago. I read it on Instagram or, and, um, it's Cam Wimberly. I, th- I, I couldn't even tell you where she's from, but she's a celebrity of some sorts. And I loved her story. And one of the things that I screenshotted from the, from the snap was, um, one of something from her Instagram and I'm going to read it to y'all. So she posted it on January 31st of 2018 and she said, today marks the day I'm done. All caps guys, you know, that's how it's serious with breastfeeding. Gave it a good almost three months and I'm retiring the boobs. Writing this in hopes it will make other mothers feel less alone. You see, I'm not quitting because my milk supply dried up or because I'm sick. I'm quitting because I'm just plain over it. All caps. By choice, all caps. I know I will get lectured and judged by this, but doesn't it doesn't bother me. I need some freedom back for my sanity, and the bottle and formula will allow that. You are not a not a bad mother if you don't like breastfeeding. A happy mama is the best gift you can give your baby, at least in my opinion. I read that and I was like, Amen. Amen, because it's true. A happy mom is the best thing that you can give your child. Because we all know what you are feeling, the tense, the frustration, your child is 
feeling it. Your child feels it. And when it comes to breastfeeding and you're so frustrated, I'm, I'm, um, I, I can relate to this. For my sanity of knowing that I wasn't producing enough, it was not enough. I just, I just, I, I, I needed to go to the formula. And, you know, my husband, bless his heart, and this is how supportive he is, is he researched all the different formulas, and he found the one that was closest to bread milk, bread milk, I'm sorry, breast milk, and it's Inspire, Enfimal Inspire, if you're ever, you know, interested. It is not cheap. It's the number one when it comes to supplementing, like if you're wanting to give them that same exact, not exact, but somewhat exact nutrients from breast milk, and it's one of the best. We did it for a good couple of months, and then it's like, it hits your pocketbook. The Gerber Formula um, One Start, that's what we're using now, is the second best for a budget-friendly formula. So... You know, you start to realize after it's like you have to pump. You have to, you know, you to, to every two hours. You have to cover. You have to do this. And I'm sorry. I'm not one of those. I'm not a nipple-free mom. I was really weird about breastfeeding in public. Didn't like doing it. I'd rather pump. I'm just saying, keeping it real, that's how it is. But amen to that, right? Now, I I know that I think it was Khloe Kardashian. She had switched to formula because it was the same thing. It was – it just – she wasn't producing enough, you know, and it made her life easier. Now, the one person that I remember hearing about was, I think she's from Big Bang Theory. She was Blossom. I cannot even give you her celebrity name, her real name, celebrity, her real name, uh, because I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but she breastfed up to two years or maybe even more. And it's like, my those women are so lucky to be able to produce and be so comfortable with it. Like, that's amazing. It really is. So... For new moms, you know, who are listening to my podcast, and I hope you are, um, and I hope and it gives you some type of, uh, I guess, enlightenment, or not enlightenment, just some kind of like, okay, if it happens to me, it's okay. And, you know, that's that's the one thing that I would love to say about this topic is, the one thing I know is, if my son is happy and healthy, and he is reactive, he's crawling, he wants to walk already, he he listens. Like, if they're happy and healthy and they're nurtured, that's all that matters. And we do the best that we can. And that's all that we can do is the best that we can. So, you know, I just, we shouldn't judge each other as moms. We shouldn't shame each other if one mom can't do one thing and the other one can. It should be, you know what, sister? You did as good as you could. You're going to keep going. We're survivors. We're mama bears. That's how it goes. And that's the freaking truth. So as always, as we end this podcast, if we were to have a manual when it came to motherhood, if I were to have one, my uh, thing that I would put in there is be gentle with yourself when it comes to the boobs because sometimes you have no control over it and it's okay if you have to go to the alternative. It's okay as long as your child is happy and healthy. So until next time, Mama Bears, my good dear friends, cheers, drink your vino, and I can't wait to talk to you all soon. 
Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Life Didn't Come With a Manual. Um, cheers to all of you moms out there. You're doing amazing. Spread the word. You know, please subscribe. Would love to hear from y'all. Want to hear your stories. Want to connect with y'all. I really enjoy doing this podcast. It's really given me some purpose in life. So yeah, spread it to your mom friends. Share it on your Facebook. Please subscribe to my channel. And I can't wait to talk to y'all soon.